What's up, Cardboard Nation? Welcome to another episode of Go GTS Live, the Hobbies Web Show. Hope you're doing Woo-hoo. well. This is the National Hobby Shop Day Preview Edition. Uh, ahead of our Christmas spectacular, just this and next week, and we're done for 2021. So we're glad you're hanging with us. I know we're at a special time tonight. I was just going to uh, say, you didn't even say an hour early. I know, I know. I Viewers. know. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Hi, Ivan. Um, hey, just woke up over I, here on the West Coast. I'm your host, Proper Trans. Joining me as always, Ivan Lovegren. Um some of you guys are going, what's going on? You guys have been on for like, what, five, six years and never started at any time other than nine. Um, it's because I have to get up at an insanely crazy time for an outpatient surgery tomorrow. They want me at the hospital at like 545. And you have to understand that when this show ends 11-ish, 1130-ish sometimes on the East Coast, sometimes I don't get to bed till 130 or so. So I begged the guys. I was like, is there any way? And they both accommodated me. Cause they are the best. Um, well, well not we to mention, you've also yeah. like, not only do you have that surgery, um, w- one, you're going to be totally jazzed cause we have five ridiculous boxes to break tonight. Some yeah. really high end stuff, including contenders, optic NBA, mosaic NBA, tops, Chrome, black baseball, XR, NFL football, and, uh, highlights from a heritage baseball high numbers box. Yep. So the odds of you having a, a rush at the end of the show, Rob are pretty high. But as you mentioned, it's the National Hobby Shop Day preview. So you've had a crazy week. You've been all over the internet this week talking with other shows and and everybody in hobby media about National Hobby Shop Day. And then you're going to go have surgery and then be right back at it for Saturday, right? Um, Yeah, we'll see how Saturday goes. Hopefully I'll be be feeling much better uh, than I will be when I come home um, tomorrow. But uh, not expecting anything too drastic. Um, I know all you guys are going to ask me and wish me well wishes. My one thing is that, you know, say a prayer. I don't get a severe headache from the anesthesia. I've been dealing with headache issues for the past year and a half anyway. So you can uh, keep me in your thoughts and prayers about that. But uh, so, you know, I've got to tell the story. I mean, so the day after I graduated high school, I was learning how to drop in on a half pipe on my skateboard. And um, yeah, I oops. Put the drop in and drop in. (laughs) Yeah, I turned my foot around like literally 180 degrees so that my toes were like pointing totally behind me. So, yeah, that was uh, that was an eventful summer of after high school graduation. And so. 21 years ago, I had to get uh, scar tissue removed, and now I'm getting more scar tissue removed along with the bone spur. So fun and games. But I figured here was my thought process. You know, after that incident in June, I totally met my deductible. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to get this done this year before the end of the year. (laughs) Smart, smart planning here. Yeah. Nothing serious. Don't worry about me. I will be fine. And I will be raring to go for the Christmas spectacular next week. But Rob, you may not be fine after this one because what's wrong. Uh, first off the show is going to go an hour long just because of the fact we started an hour early. The Twitter (laughs) poll today. Hmm. You can't let it go. It's on I, there. No, I just, I, because I know. <laughs> okay. The GTS Live Q of the Week poll, I wanted to keep it themed. I 
didn't really have a whole lot of things going on in my brain. And I just, the first thing that came to my mind, worst traditional Christmas cuisine, fruitcake, gingerbread, or eggnog. Now we had a long discussion last year about eggnog. If you missed it last year, um, we, we had a great conversation. Rob got totally ratioed when it comes to eggnog. And just because of that, it should be nowhere near this pole. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, you drink so, the, the 99 cent, they throw an egg yolk and milk and call it eggnog over there. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Ivan turned me a little bit and, and, and him and my boss be, were sure to tell me the good ones. And then one of our viewers sent me some bourbon cream. And mm-hmm. so, and the way I figured out that I like eggnog, really? how I really like it, I like it in my coffee in place of cream. That's really how I like it. Um, it's a good move. Little, little straight up on the rocks. I can't, not well. That's an oxymoron. On the rocks a little bit once in a while, but I really did like it in my coffee. And so I, I, I'll definitely be hitting that again this year. But well, already, so then, which one? Which one did you vote, Rob? Oh my gosh, fruitcake poll of the week. Fruitcake. So your choice is fruitcake, gingerbread, eggnog. Yeah, I knew I knew this would probably, but I was just curious to know where things would fall. And I'm surprised that eggnog is honestly, you know, 21 percent. We've got 225 votes in still several hours to weigh in. But we also have a lot of replies. And some of these things are really, really scaring oh, yeah. me because I, I was getting sick to my stomach. Yes. Through them two go minutes ahead, ago. Um, so, yeah. So first off, make sure that you go twitter.com slash go GTS live to go vote yourself and make sure you follow us there. Cause I mentioned those incredible boxes. We're going to break later in the show. We're going to give away hits to Twitter followers who engage. So that's why the poll is your warm up for that. Now, as you go and do that while I talk, um, I'm going to go with, I voted other. I put ham. Ham is not a Christmas dish. That was my take. But I am surprised seeing some of the others that were on there were absolutely shocking to me and um, led me to, (laughs) that's why I went with ham because I feel like traditional cuisine, yes, but you also have to be like regular cuisine and some of them are absolutely disgusting don't belong anywhere near a table let alone a christmas table one of them came ham yeah christmas turkey no such thing as a christmas ham get out of here that's not true time for you to get ratioed ivan i just called it the worst traditional cuisine yeah, you can you You're can deal crazy. with that. You are start ratioing Ivan in the chat, everybody, because absolutely. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. Well, so follow up poll is about to go up there. But, James, why don't you share yours? Because yours. Ugh. OK, so I chose uh, aspic because it's something my mother made one year. And uh, it's a savory jelly made with meat so- stock <laughs> set in a mold and used to contain pieces of meat, seafood or eggs. And I included a picture <laughs> and it's got tomato. It's a tomato and shrimp one on the screen oh my gosh. and the, the one my mother made wasn't as like fancy and contained it did not contain whole pieces of tomato <laughs> and shrimp but it was it smelled really bad and it was gross so that was my choice Wait, uh, shrimp if i knew that that, that one had shrimp yeah. was a thing i think i might have i didn't know it was a thing three different choices yeah i didn't know it was a thing until my mother brought it out and she's a great cook and it's a very ambitious dish but not for me 
That's for I would old say people. So. But you know, there were some other ones like uh, mincemeat pie. Yeah, I would. I, that's a yeah. good one. How about pickled herring? That's another good one. Melanie Paul's. Uh, wait, shout out to Fam Den for the mincemeat. Um, let's see. Yeah, James. Oh, I, I don't even like looking at that picture. Um, <laughs> well, we will say fruitcake. Fruitcake is running a, a ray away with it. <laughs> Um, and although lots of I'm, defensive I'm curi- eggnog, even though there are a few that do, do say they don't like it. Although I'm curious, Donnie, uh, the dingo dude, Donnie Springfield says there's a place near me called Southern Supreme that makes pretty amazing fruitcake, which I've never, now that seems like an oxymoron to me because I've never heard those two things in the same sentence, but I know Donnie well enough that I would, I would take his word for it and try it. So, I would too. Because yeah. here, here's the thing, Rob, because that was a bit of my argument with you and eggnog. I said, have you ever gotten like the fancy glass bottle type stuff? So if I'm going to make that argument to you, I got to take that argument that yeah, maybe exactly. it's just that fruitcake exactly. is so easy that we eat a lot of crappy ones instead of getting a real true good fruitcake. Like if if the Great British Baking Show did a fruitcake, I would definitely try it, right? You have some faith right, in those right. bakers to get it right. So yeah, if you've and I, you know, what's funny, Ivan, when we came back from holidays last year, I don't think we actually spoke about it, but when I went to the grocery store, the only eggnog I could find at first was over in the dairy section. And that's not where you want to buy your eggnog because it's usually in a carton or whatnot. So I went over to the grocery store's liquor department and I said, do you guys have any eggnog that comes in a bottle? And they're like, yeah, oh yeah, right over here. And I'm like, (gasps) you know, because I'd promised everybody. And I'm like, man, do I have to drive, you know, a half hour to over here to go find, you know, now I'm on a quest, but Mm -hmm. no. So yeah, all good. All right. So do that because why, why, why must they weigh in Ivan? Uh, Because that's where, this is a warm up. This is warming up your fingers, warming up your synapses to be trained to go to Twitter while watching our show. Because later on, when we open all these boxes and pull some incredible hits that are going to keep Rob up all night before his surgery, you're going to enter to win through Twitter. So make sure you follow us there. Make sure you know how to engage. And it's also really fun to keep the conversation going. So I did put up a second poll. We may, might revisit that. Let's not spoil it yet, but make sure you vote on both polls tonight to see i might be getting ratioed later rob but that's it we've got a show i do too all right and we will dive into it in fact tonight's a special night um i could have put a hobby happening segment together but honestly there were just a few things nothing that really yeah it just was so many other things going on i said this one time that we're going to skip it nothing super super pertinent but um yes this weekend is national hobby shop day want to talk to you guys a little bit about that. Um, it's a special, it's a a national hobby shop day. As much as we'd like every single hobby shop to participate in it, two things. Number one, it's limited to GTS customers because it's combined with a sales promotion. Number two, we solicit manufacturer and vendor support in the form of, um, donated product, swag, etc. And so, not, not, none of the manufacturers could possibly provide material to support even every GTS customer. Okay. So we limited it this year to 150 stores, but it's more than we've ever 
had in the history of the event. And I think this is like our fourth or fifth year doing it. And so uh, on the, the event's Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash National Hobby Shop Day, the pinned post has a list of stores by city and state. And I certainly hope that you can find one near you. Um, if not, we're going to give you an opportunity to score even more free stuff Ooh. than you normally would on this show. How's that, Ivan? What do you think of that? I like that. Okay. I, I like that because we do know that as great, it, it's the constant push-pull in 2021 of, of the hobby, individuals, people, distribution channels, and that joy of going to an LCS. But we do recognize some people just don't have an LCS near them or there's just not enough you know, ways for them to participate. So I like that we're, it's not a hundred percent online or a hundred percent in store. Um, and I would say, you know, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, fire me from the show, but even if not a, sh a hobby shop, that's promoting it, go to a hobby shop on Saturday, make it national hobby shop day. Anyway, no what's around you. Yeah. Cause it's, it's good for everybody. Check out this Ivan hit eBay and hit that homepage banner that says National Hobby Shop Day and shop at the participating stores online if you don't Whoa. have. Yeah. What do you think? Of so that? I go to eBay.com, not GoGTS.net or anything like that. eBay is going to be advertising National Hobby Shop Day and allowing pretty you to support cool, those huh? small businesses. That's right. By buying That's from right. them on eBay. I like that. That's pretty cool. But for you guys who are watching, and again, pre-apologies to anybody who's going to turn in at 9 o'clock and find out that we're halfway through the show already. Um, but it is what it is. You know, you'll have to forgive me. I really, honestly, don't have surgery very often, so you'll just have to go <laughs> with the flow. Um, um, but let's dive into some of these giveaways we've got to for you guys tonight. And they come courtesy of a few different people. Emily Kless from Tops, uh, their marketing communications manager, as we pointed out a few weeks ago, she sent an extra box of stuff with a big old note on it saying, for National Hobby Shop Day. And I said, okay. So I put it aside. Now I'm busting it out. So we have several items up for grab. How about... 10 boxes of product up for grab starting wow. with Wait, tonight. Yes. Tonight <laughs> starting with a box or a factory set of 2021 baseball. Okay. 2021 tops baseball factory set. So I'm going to repeat yep. everyone. Cause I got to add all these to my list. That's right. You have, Oh wait, that's the list in the notes. Yes, I get. Oh, my good. We're giving all that away. I thought that was like what they were doing in shops. Oh, no, 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 oh, no, 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 no. Wow. Right. So, I, okay. <laughs> so first off, this is a lot of stuff. In addition to the freaking break of Palooza hits that we have tonight. If you have not already go tweet the link to the show right now, <laughs> copy, paste it and tweet and tell your friends to get in here because we are giving away more stuff tonight than who knows if we will on the next Christmas episode. Oh, this no, is insane. We, no, this is this is just for anybody who's like, oh, my gosh, did he save anything for Christmas? Spectacular. Don't worry. I got you covered. Um, <laughs> all right. Then fly through this because this is a okay. lot of stuff. All right. I've got two boxes of tops update series. OK, so. And 
obviously one winner for each. Ugh. I have, let's see what's up next. I've got a box of stadium club, uh, stadium club, Chrome UEFA. Please. Can I win? I have, um, tops Chrome Bundesliga. Tops Chrome MLS. Panini Absolute NFL Football. And then I don't know if you guys caught my appearance on Beckett Live Presents this week, but I had a great conversation with Eric Norton. And when he heard we were giving away some stuff on air tonight for National Hobby Shop Day, he said, I want to contribute. Can I contribute? And I was like, no, you can't contribute. Well, no, <laughs> the Grinch. So he, um, courtesy of Beckett live, we have a box of tops heritage, minor league baseball. I'd love to rip that. And two boxes of upper deck AHL hockey. And those will be shipping direct from Eric himself. Okay. So I just still need the winners, uh, Ivan, and then I'll forward them to Eric. So sounds good. In addition um, to those, two of the ran two of the random tops winners will receive a T-shirt and a hat. Nice. Okay. You can use them yourself or stuff someone's stocking with them. There you go. There you go. Uh, let me ask you this, Rob. Remind me, what mm -hmm. is the hashtag for National Hobby Shop Day? Well, there's a couple different ones. I know there should be one official one and next year's marketing efforts will be sure to make sure that that is better communicated. Uh, for ease sake, 2021 NHSD, but I've already seen people like our customers using the whole thing. So I would be remiss in not saying we should probably use both. All right. You're like, geez. I don't have enough characters for all. <laughs> I don't. So I just went with the one that spells it out. So people know what we're talking about. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. There you go. There you go. I'm multitasking. That's my excuse. Um, okay. Awesome. Well, yeah. So I just posted out there those boxes too. Um, in fact, actually, yeah, let's do that. If you want a chance to win one of those bonus boxes, go to Twitter right now and retweet the tweet that lists out the bonus boxes that we're giving away tonight on the show to help promote National Hobby Shop Day. That's awesome. Rob, what are then, give me the actual preview. What are some of the prizes that you've been hearing of shops doing or like- have Oh, well, thank you, you know, for asking. Particular shops been, reached out to you with ideas, um, suggestions? A lot, a lot of the shops, we encourage the shops to come up with their, their own promotions, but let me give you an idea of some of the uh, items that were um, generously donated by our vendor and manufacturer partners. Um, Beckett has donated two grading vouchers worth $500. You can submit with subgrades. That's awesome. Nice. Uh, eBay um, contributed five $10 gift cards to each store. And in addition, every store that signed up that doesn't have an eBay store, um, they had had to sign up by, I think, November 8th. So it was open to the first X number that signed up by then. Um, they're getting a free store subscription and setup. Um, I know that doesn't benefit anybody watching, but if your shop doesn't have an eBay store, they will soon, maybe. Uh, Tops 
provided a box of update series. Panini provided a box, a couple of different um, mega boxes, including, I think, uh, Chronicles Baseball and Soccer. Don't hold me to that. Uh, Cryptozoic provided um, uh, promo packs with randomly inserted uh, hits in there. Those promo cards include a NHSD exclusive Outlander card. That's right. And and I know you Outlander fans are like, oh, great. Now I have to. There's not a shop within me. Now I have to drive out of state or get on a plane to go get it. Do you have the Do you have the list of shops that are like? Do you have an email list where you can buzz everybody's email at once? Whose email? The the shops that are participating. Because you know what you need to do. You need to just shoot out an email, you know, during our video segment, and say, "Hey, every one of you should list one of those on eBay. Buy it now." So the customers that aren't in the store, because they they got a couple of them per shop, right? That's right. That's right. And there's the eBay promotion. That's right. So yeah, so there is a good idea. You know, see, and I already know that some stores are ahead of the curve, but let's let's talk some other things. How about pizza? Um, I've seen pizza at a, at a bunch, right? That's almost a given. Well, here's the thing: GTS provides a food and beverage credit, and so depending on you know uh, the environment of your shop, let's face it: some shops are beer and pizza, some shops are coffee and donuts. Um, some shops are martinis and shrimp cocktail, you know, so, so that's why we said, you know, food and beverage credit. And so that's provided by us. Also, GTS provides, um, several dozen promo packs from past events, like, um, uh, like overtime hockey, national baseball card day, father's day, cyber Monday. So there's going to be a bunch of those up for grabs. Ultra pro provided, uh, those deck combo boxes that hold the top loaders and the sleeves, but they went one step further and heat stamped on it. The national hobby shop day logo to add a little collectability to it. Um, let's see who else I, I, you know, I don't want to, Oh, Heritage, uh, not Heritage, uh, Historic Autographs ponied up some 1945 packs. Um, yeah, wow. in fact, there's a whole blog post on GoGTS.net. If you look up National Hobby Shop Day, uh, there's a rundown there and a link even to the main site where that all that's listed. I The generous support of our vendor partners is absolutely just unbelievable. Upper Deck provided breaker mats. Um uh, Leaf provided a hundred and fifty Najee Harris autograph cards. What? Um, yeah. Um, so every see. shop is getting one of those. So there's yep. a chance yep. to win it at the shop or yep. have it be part so of. So we encourage awesome. stores to do things like door prizes, spin the wheel, or how about you know if you're trying to move some inventory, you know, you get a raffle ticket when you buy these products you know, kind of thing. So exactly. really it, it depends on, on, on the ingenuity and creativity of, of your own shop. So one of the things we would love for you to do, if you go and we hope you do and can find a store, please, please post a few pictures and tag us on the GoGTS Live website, okay? Our Twitter account, just tag yeah. us with GoGTS Live so we can see. And then um, you can also uh, ha- um, tag Nat, Hobby Shop Day. I hate that I couldn't fit the whole thing on the Twitter account, but it's N-A-T Hobby Shop Day. Uh, so do that as well. 
and because we want to see everybody uh, partaking, celebrating, etc. Um, and just to give everybody a reminder of why this event exists, we had a couple of store owners come to us several years ago and say, the weeks between, you know, after Black Friday and the week before Christmas are some of our slowest weeks of the year. And we need something to spur a little foot traffic. And so they, we bounced around some ideas and National Hobby Shop Day was born. So, um, and that comes courtesy of Mike Fruitman and Michael Ant. Um, hey, he's in my neck of the woods. What's Michael Ant's store name? I always it's forget. Sports Source Two. That's right, Sports Source Two, and then uh, Mike Stadium mm-hmm. Sports Cards in Aurora, Colorado. So it was really an impetus of the, uh, um, born out of an idea from those two guys that GTS got behind, and um, then it's kind of been you know fallen under my purview to talk to the the manufacturers, handle all the marketing, you know, and then our operations is responsible for getting all the freebies out. And so it's a, it's a massive undertaking. And, but one of the things that's been absolutely awesome, like I said, at some point we're expecting the manufacturers to go, okay, Rob, I can't provide you, you know, 200 of anything anymore, you know? So we, we up our goal incrementally every year. So this, this year we went from 125 to 150. Next year, I'm going to, I'm going to go to 175 and see if we can get there. But it's one of those things that we know that at some point it's just going to stretch the capacity of the manufacturers to be able to support it. And so instead of them pushing back, we want to keep it something that's attainable. And the bottom line is everybody's eligible. This goes, you know, the promotion starts November 1st. And so it's really a first come first serve race to whatever the goal is. Right. So, you know, all our customers have the opportunity to participate, you know, and, um, we appreciate the ones that do as well as the ones that don't and hope the ones that don't have an opportunity next year, maybe. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Every year there's been more shops allowed. So keep being successful and it'll keep growing. Right. All right. We still have a ton of stuff to get to. No hobby happenings tonight, but you know what? I always the love hobby. it when I, it's happening. Yes, it is happening. <laughs> I always love it when I see uh, external media sources talking about the hobby. SI.com a couple weeks ago put out a video called Tops to Top Shot, the history of trading cards. Now, I haven't watched this in its entirety because I want to watch it with you. But afterwards, we're going to go ahead and give it a collective thumbs up or thumbs down. Did they get it right or did they get it wrong or somewhere in the middle? So watch this and we'll be right back after that with our live box break segment for the night. So we pulled a hyper rare so far in a magic harp army. So I'm very excited about that. Wimpod, Tokenamaru, Riolu, and... From Patrick Mahomes to Pikachu, the trading card boom is back, with all sorts of collectors hoping they open the next god pack. However, not everyone is flipping cards for big bucks, so what's the fascination with two and a half by three and a half inches of collectible cardboard anyway? 
it's kind of like their superstar or their idol on just a piece of cardboard, and it's a way to interact and connect with that specific player. In reporting the story I did on cards last year, there was someone I talked to who was in his 70s and said that like he loved kids cards so much as a kid because you literally had no other way to see baseball players. Like you listen to games on the radio and you look at the box scores in the paper, but in terms of like seeing the players that you loved, a card was your only thing. I think there are some people that collect for the fun of it, some people that collect for scarcity and to, you know, basically show, hey, I have this card and there's only 10 of them or there's only one of them in the world. People have been collecting as humans, you know, we're talking for generations. NFTs may be the rage now, but to truly get to the origin of the current marketplace, you've got to go all the way back to the 17th century with the introduction of the trade card. Think an old-timey business card, but cooler, I guess? If cars had existed then, you would have definitely found them under your windshield wiper. The earliest trade cards were printed on paper and had no illustrations, but later got a makeover and had the tradesman's name and address and a long-winded set of directions on how to find them. Take that, ways. It didn't take long for these advertisements to start resembling baseball cards, though. By the way, if you got bed bugs, I know a little girl with a bat. While collecting cards may be a healthier habit than smoking, you wouldn't have the former without the latter. Because baseball cards really began in packs of cigarettes as a way to boost sales and stiffen packaging. In fact, the most valuable card to this day was issued by the American Tobacco Company. Say hello to Honus Wagner. The T206 Honus Wagner, that's a Holy Grail card. There's not many of them around and there's a history that's tied to it in terms of ownership. At one point, um, Charlie Sheen owned it. Uh, Wayne Gretzky owned a, T, uh, a T206 Honus Wagner. So there's a lore that kind of goes throughout the history of that card. I've never had one, never held one, but that's the card everybody wants. Which is why one just sold for $6.6 .6 million. Chew on that. And the next step for sports trading cards came in the form of Big League Chew, or chewing gum, with big leaguers mixed into gum packs in an effort to market to kids. Eventually, that relationship flipped, with candy becoming the bonus for the cards. And in 1952, under the direction of Cy Berger, a company that was American Leaf Tobacco, and then Topps Chewing Gum Inc., launched the line that would become what we now know as the modern sports trading card with the tops price for a PSA 9 graded Mickey Mantle from that series, we're just five and a half mil. It's like art, right? It's whatever someone's willing to pay for it. I think there's like a practical angle to them like that, where people are looking at them not as a uh, emotional attachment, but just a financial one. You get to watch every game because you can just tell your wife like, hey, listen, I'm doing my investment research. I got to see whether this, you know, Justin Fields is really going to break out in the next couple of weeks so I can start buying his cards now. While we're used to seeing stats on the back of cards, it was a statistician named James Beckett III who eventually helped regulate the market, as collectors would bend it like Beckett, or at least follow the Beckett guides when it came to prices. However, the whole industry was just a house of cards, because overproduction led to a lack of value, and thus say your Bo Jackson rookie being worth only a few bucks. That didn't stop expansion though, as all the major sports were now in on the action, while kids like me collected Marvel cards too. Also in the 90s, like magic, the trading card game was born, leading to all sorts of gatherings. Pokemon market's hotter than the sport card market right now. People in general, you, you like doing things where you can find a sense of community and 
this is such a huge example of that. I was hanging out with your friends when I was a kid. Well, that community is now global because of case breaking and online live streams where people are opening up product and sharing it, you know, and showing it off. Today, trading cards are back in a big way because the pandemic caused a run on toilet paper, hand sanitizers, Amazon orders, and collectible cards. The market was flooded with grading submissions and supermarkets were flooded with fisticuffs. Brookfield police say a 35-year-old man was physically assaulted by four other men in the parking lot after an argument over sports trading cards. The victim pulled out the gun he was legally carrying and the four attackers ran away. All four later arrested. And while noses may have been broken in the process, we were also introduced to something called breaking. Breaking has been around for 20 years. You know, people used to do it even with dial-up. It really took off because once COVID hit, people are sitting at home, bored, sports gambling was done, no games were taking place. So breaking kind of has a similar aspect. You don't know what team, what player you're gonna get, but you have skin in the game. So it makes it exciting. All right, what are we opening? All right, so right here we have a sealed box of 2020-2021 Select T-Mall Basketball to Asia Exclusive. And uh, we're searching for Ant-Man, LaMelo, and other rookies, but those are the two main ones that we're looking for. Oh, we got a red wave in this one, but here we go. LeBron! Red wave! There's a ton of different ways to break. There's no you know, exact science to it. Basically, what breaking is, is a bunch of people combine their resources and money and buy one item and then disperse the cards out evenly. All right, let's go to your second pack. If we can right. keep it like that, we're looking good. All right, Luka Doncic. There we go. Out the gate. Luka and LeBron. And we got a Chris Paul. Chris Paul, still in the league. OB Toppin. For the Knicks fans out there. He looks good. He He's looks playing good. better, yeah. yeah. Their bench is doing better than their starters yeah, right now. Yeah, starting unit. I have a lot invested in Julius Randle. Mm. And mm-mm. Yeah, especially. Oh, especially LaMelo Ball! Look at that red wave LaMelo. Big baller card. Oh, that's big baller right there for real. So what does the future hold for trading cards? Well, maybe not something you can hold at all. As NFTs, non-fungible tokens, I didn't know what that stood for at first either, are now as closely watched as the stock market because a marketplace once cornered by tops is now shared with the likes of NBA Top Shot. I started to do that just because I like basketball. I literally didn't know what an NFT was. No one understood non-fungible tokens in January of 2020. Um, you know, so we were really focused on highlighting the blockchain component of it, that it's, you know, lives on a, you know, lives on a ledger in perpetuity and you can see ownership. Even if it's not a physical thing you own, it is a very much still something that is yours. At its foundation, this technology is significant. I'm not exactly sure that the way we're using them right now is how we'll use NFTs in five years from now. I know there's a really good chance of NFTs taking off and being even overtaking sports cards. Whether physical or digital, trading cards have more fans than ever, which is probably why Fanatics recently paid big money to buy the licenses to all the major sports leagues. We've certainly come a long way from tobacco and bubblegum. And whether you're a kid or an adult, the card market is now open to everyone. Just be prepared to put down some dough if you want the best top shots or want to break open the top boxes. I'm Robin Lundberg, and now you know. All right, so what did everybody think? Um, 
I'm going to go in the middle. Um, the first, I mean, I liked seeing our friend Jason Alworth from um, Panini America. Liked seeing, um, I, I'm drawing a blank on her name. I met her at the Tops big break a couple of years ago. She's from SI. I think her name's Emily. Emily. Anyway, there was one thing that really stood out to me as um, potentially inaccurate, unless I'm about to get educated, but I'm pretty sure breaking isn't 20 years old and can almost guarantee you it was never done on dial-up. Well, here's the thing, Rob. It's like 13 years old, so that's pretty much 20, right? No, it's not. Right? No, it's not. <laughs> like I mean, because my 13 year old daughter would try to tell you that it is. And no, yeah, it's, it's not. It's older than her. <laughs> so keep in mind, some of the guys that are out there breaking, you know, they were five 13 years ago. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's all relative, right? Yeah. But it's definitely so, interesting. You know, like you said at the beginning, it's great to see high profile. Yes. news outlets at least covering it attempting to and you know i mean we see it anytime like it like it, let's say that you're in a certain profession and then they make a movie that's about that profession you spend the entire time telling you know criticizing what's wrong but for the general public it's pretty cool you know just accountants don't actually shoot up a bunch of people heads up right right but exactly Oh, that but that said, movie it's like, so great when he opens that drawer <laughs> and it's got, you know, the T206 and all these, it all you know, liquidable assets. Uh, yeah. I love it. I love it. I love yeah. that. In fact, I was telling my wife, I'm like, you really have to watch this movie with Ben Affleck. I said, I know you don't like, you know, a lot of violence in movies, and the, you, but you got to watch this one. All right. It doesn't sound violent, right? He's, he's the accountant. So, so I do like what the Ross GG said, which is the golden Netflix show will be interesting. And I yes. agree. Uh, you know, there's, there is always a balance. Uh, do antique people love pawn stars or do they kind of, yeah. yeah, I don't think, but so. how much has it done for the antique industry and how much, you know, people got to come in somewhere. I'll you got to make what, it easy to digest. I'll tell you what antique people, what show antique people do love. Uh, what's that show on PBS? Antiques Roadshow. Antique Roadshow. Yeah, thank you. All right. So I believe everything happens for a reason. Ivan did not want me to give these away last week, and they went unclaimed. So before we dive in, um, I'm just going to rip them to make sure that we didn't almost give away, give away uh, something unbelievable. Those are the illusions packs? Yes. Yeah. And not that I didn't want you to give them away. I just wanted you to rip them. Well, everything happens for a reason. I'm ripping them now. Yeah, you're right. It wasn't that you didn't want to give them away. Just, just want to just want to clarify. I'm not secretly hoarding unopened single packs from the end of our boxes. <laughs> After the hits have already been. Yeah, I love those hitless packs. <laughs> yeah, so far, nothing. So far, the person who didn't claim is like, yeah, I did that on purpose. Until. <gasps> Acetate Kevin Garnett. That's pretty cool. That's a cool card for Celtics sure. Jersey. Sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, sorry, James. He's in a Celtics jersey. That's fine, though. He won a championship. They're happy for him. Uh, how about a Carmelo Ooh. Anthony red parallel number to 99? See, that'll That's end cool up going in some one of our uh, prize packs we give away at the National Sports Collectors Convention. And let's see. All right, last pack. 
Uh, let's see. Colin Sexton illuminated insert. Mason mm. Jones rookie. All Stanford. right. So, That's yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. See, the problem feel is better Rob, now. <laughs> like this was a free product from a manufacturer. The problem is that when I go out and buy six boxes of a really crappy product, I do the same thing. I have to make sure. <laughs> so, so first up tonight, we have highlights from a maybe. box of 2021 Heritage High Number Baseball. We're going to find a real one auto or relic in every box. Ooh. What I'll was it? You, was it an auto or a relic? It was an auto. Oh, that's auto. exciting. So. So we're getting getting that out of the way. So stay tuned here for the auto. All right. So some rookies uh, for my White Sox, Luis Gonzalez, for James, Alex Kirilov, for the local team around here, Andres Jimenez, uh, Jazz Chisholm Jr., Mickey Moniak Jr. So they were some of the marquee, more marquee rookies. Uh, the only Cubs ones were uh, I believe if I remember were pitchers, so I didn't even bother Ivan because I know. Yeah. All right, two Chrome cards, uh, including Araldis Chapman, numbered to 399, and Ahmed Ooh. Rosario for the Indians. And that one's a red numbered to 372. Oh, interesting. Interesting yeah. numbering choice there, but the red Definitely. one's pretty cool on that 1972 design. Yeah. Yeah, I think the sweet spot here is the inserts, okay? Check out, how about Roberto Clemente's 3,000? Are there really 3,000 cards in the set? I don't think so. I think it's just highlights. Um, but that that is, I love the, the look and feel and design and image of that. So is that at Wrigley? Doesn't that look a little Wrigley-ish? I don't know. A little hard to tell. How about this one also? Killer design. 1972 World Series highlight. Raleigh Fingers closes out game seven. Rookie performers. Sicto Sanchez. Now and then. This is a Cubs no-no from September 13th, 2020. Is this rem do, do you remember this, Ivan? Alex Mills threw a no-no? Yeah, I remember that specifically because I was on vacation and my Twitter went exploding with people because <laughs> he did not have a trading card at the time. Or, or, Interesting. So his tops now exploded. Actually, I think he had either a minor league card or maybe an uh, – I think it was a minor league card. It was like four of this, them on eBay and they exploded. I thought this was pretty cool, James, for your twins. Yep. The Boomba Brothers. Love it. I, that's a, just a well, great Nelson great Cruz picture. isn't on the team anymore, but – Yep. Uh, they, well, it commemorates the Bomba squad when they hit all the home runs go. last year. So, yeah, I get it. I like it. And then, fittingly enough, an LMVP, Freddie Freeman. Okay. And then our auto. Here we go. On card. Uh, rookie pitcher for the Cleveland Indians, yeah. Tristan McKenzie. I mean. How, how do we feel about Tristan McKenzie? He was good, right? So Yeah, yeah he so is I'm, good. I'm doing this whole uh, thing, but that's really, it's, it's a little on me because I've just seen so many of his autos yeah, this you're year. Right. There's a lot. Okay. But he's and got that, heat. So all it takes is stringing together two or three great seasons and look at, I mean, look at Max Scherzer cards right now. Did you know that those are going off? Yes. I know. I've right? been selling like so Tigers ones. Now I can't fit this entirely. Well, maybe if I go like this, it still loses something, but this is awesome. These are reminiscent of the old posters uh, this is Jose Abreu, 
Abreu of the White Sox. I really don't want to give this away. I'd rather keep it, but we have rules. So, uh, we, Rob, it's it's probably a seventy-five cent poster. Okay, I'll keep it then. Um, and now or forever hold your peace in chat. But come on, can we let Rob at least have the blow-up poster? <laughs> um, Tristan McKenzie will give. If, you know what? Uh, we're going to give Tristan, and we'll give those two Chrome cards away. How about that? Separate or to one, together? To one winner. Yeah. To Got one. it. So Tristan McKenzie. I'm already doing enough throw. shipping this weekend, Ivan, let yeah. alone next week. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Forget about it, as they say. Okay. So okay. I may be wrong. It, it may be a $12 poster. Maybe we have to retract that. We'll see what people oh. say. Oh, well, I mean, I, on, whatever whatever people say, I'm I'm good. You know that. Okay. Um, all right. Next up. Now, I don't remember... I don't remember getting to open this last year Ooh. and this is the sophomore release of this product. So I'm kind of excited. Tops Chrome black, four cards, one auto or refractor and two base. So probably a little hit or miss by the box. Um, but at least I, you know, when I say only 150, it's all relative in price to some of the other products we're opening. So, um, I opened one box last year, Rob. And you know what uh -huh. my you want to know what my autograph was? Yeah, I want to know what your Cal Ripken Jr. <gasps> oh, it was wow. a boom box for me. Yeah, so I got lucky. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's it's a boom or bust product in some ways. Except here's the thing: uh, I was looking on eBay yesterday, and at the time, the highest priced auction with actual bids was a rookie card that was not autoed. Was great at PSA 10, but so encased card. Okay. Yeah, so they're getting, you know, they're good-looking cards. There's debate over they the. They do price look good. Me. But you know, let's. I'm gonna go pack first, right? See what we got. Okay. First off, do like the design. Oh, you know what? I think we did open this last year. It's looking familiar. Pete Alonso, nice base card. Jose Ramirez. Then we get a numbered card. Numbered to 199 of Nolan Ariendo. Did I do that right? Nolan Ariendo. Arenado. Arenado, okay. Yeah, last year our autograph was Tommy Edmond from the Cardinals. So we did kind of bust on the auto. I'm last glad year. you had that ready to go. Well, I didn't right. have it ready, but I knew how to Google. Oh, all right. Oh, nice. Here we go. Slow reveal. Can we top Tommy Edmond? Oh, I see rookie. <laughs> no, not rookie. Yasmani Grandel for the White Sox. <laughs> He's fan beloved, favorite, right? fan he, favorite, he is a veteran, fan favorite. Yep. huge yeah. fan favorite. So I'd say he has a bigger following Brewers. than Tommy Edmund. For sure. All right. So we'll give that away. Beautiful card. I like the fact that they're encased. That just adds something. All right. So we'll give that away. Where did I put those other cards? Oh, they're over here. Okay. Let 
next up we have so real quick before rob rips this go to twitter.com slash go gts live if you want a chance to win make sure that you're following us make sure you retweet the tweets that say retweet to enter to win and uh you'll be entered also rob breaking news real quick before we transition out of baseball Michael McManus just tweeted us. I got this in the Stadium Club Chrome box I won. He got a Lone Star Signatures numbered to 25 Cal Ripken Jr. on card autograph from wow. the Stadium Club Chrome complete box that he won. Wow. That's pretty awesome. Congrats, McManus. Wow. Congrats. That is awesome. Awesome. Okay. Switching from Tops to Panini, we have a trio of Panini products, all which released last week, starting with XR Football. This is a two-pack, seven-card-per-pack product with two autos and a memorabilia card. Right or left? Uh, go with the Vikings one. <laughs> You're no help. Since it's the Vikings, we should ask wide right or wide left. Hey, I saw that card on the bottom. Me Tell too. me that's an autograph. Oh, Sorry, my goodness. Too. You've got me all tantalized. I oh, missed it's not it. at the bottom, is it? It's not Maybe. Why wouldn't it be? Maybe. DeAndre Hopkins. There's two autograph Josh cards. Allen. Memorabilia. Four parallels. Blue parallel numbered to 199 of Antonio Gibson. I'm telling you the autograph is on the bottom, Rob. Rookie number to 199 of Jay Tufel. Vintage moments. Oh, wow. Bruce Very Smith. Cool. When was the last time you saw Bruce Smith on a trading That's card? Cool. That's awesome. Vintage moments. Yeah. No, oh, see, it's, well, see. but look at that logo. Oh, that's oh. pretty cool. Danny Amendola. Okay. Nice. Uh, I thought it might be Mac Jones for a minute, but it's pretty good. Still. Though. Oh, dude, he's a Super Bowl hero, man. Danny Amendola. Not numbered. Nice auto, though. Good player. And then rookie Trevor Lawrence. Just a base rookie, no parallel there. Yes. But, uh, so I saw Trevor Lawrence from the back, clear as day, and I was so hopeful that that would be the auto. But still, one of our two autos, Danny Amendola. Can't go wrong with that. Patriots right. star Russell Wilson. T.Y. Hilton. Red parallel number to 249, Miles Sanders. Tommy Tremble number two, just 75 rookie parallel. Wow, jumbo patch of Jamar Chase number to 49. Or Swatch. See, you've got me all saying that now. If you can put it, Not if you can patch. sew it on, it's a pack. <laughs> Numbered four of 49, Jamar Chase. 
And oh, nice. Okay. So we've got a, this is definitely a patch rookie auto number, just 49 of Kenneth Grinwell for the Eagles. Beautiful patch. One, two, three, four colors. And Nick Bolton. Can you put the, uh, the, the auto back for just a second? Thank you. Sure. Those of you at home, I actually, uh, I take pictures as we go. It's technology. Awesome. So we will give away all three of those cards. All right. Jamar chase relic out of 49 from the gridiron auto Kenneth Gainwell RPA to the NBA hardcore. This is going to be a quick one, Ivan. You need me to kill some time here. Yeah, just give them to give them the product breakdown real quick while I get the last tweet out at twitter.com slash go GTS live so that you can enter to win those XR hits. Make sure you're following too. the the randomizer. The first disqualifier is are they following? The randomizer won't pull you out. So make sure you're following us. Twitter.com slash go GTS live. And now, yeah, optic. This is a fast one. Contenders optic. What's one in pack, it? six cards, one auto. This is a breaker special. Um, why do we say that? Because I think if I remember correctly, there's like 20 boxes in a case with one auto. It's a super fast rip. and But all the odds are on the back. And uh, not to mention some of the inserts look pretty cool. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, they really do. I mean, which ones are SS? It's a massive mashup of two great um, products, if you will. So, all right, let's hit a monster, shall we? Let's do it. Slam Zizu says, let us see some Cole. No, we want LaMelo or Anthony Edwards. Cole Anthony's having a good season. He's playing well. He is playing well, but that's okay. part, part of me even saying that is just to show, like, sometimes we hit something that you want or that you know, we all want different things, which is what makes this so fun. It does. Ticket. That's a parallel of John Wall. Is that number? This is a red prism. It is not numbered. It is a prison. Those Wiggins. look thick too. They are thick. Andrew Wiggins. Ooh, Yanni. Oh no, it's not Yanni. <laughs> Aaron Nesmith. Looked like honest, did it not? Rookie numbered to what it was that one forty nine prism. Never know. The Celtics draft, pretty good. We'll see. Well, uh, and all-star inspirations, LeBron James. And a cracked ice Damian Lillard sweet shots. That's beautiful. Look at that shit. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, one winner. I'm going to put 
uh, you know what? I'm going to give you this everything in there to one winner. Do me a favor, just because it'll look good. Can I get pictures of both the LeBron and the cracked ice? Do uh, you want them separate or together? Uh, no, that works as long as you hold really still. Don't breathe. Don't fart. Don't say hello to your dog. I got it. Thank you. Especially with these microphones. Don't fart during the show, Rob. Uh, I try not to. <laughs> All right, our last break of the evening is Mosaic NBA. Uh, we've got 10 packs, 15 cards per pack, one auto. Uh, the reason this doesn't have any shrink wrap on it is that I transposed these numbers. I was like, oh, 15 packs. We got a pretty packed show tonight. I should pre-break it. And then I realized I was wrong <laughs> after I opened the first pack. So, um this box is heavy though. It's like a jumbo type. Move these out of the way here. So you're the collation of these, you're gonna find your veterans. Then you're gonna find your rookies. There's Naismith, not Giannis. And one of the things that I couldn't quite figure out is like what separates a rookie rookie from I mean is it the NBA debut just like is this basically like an insert but no it's numbered like a base card so yeah well it's kind of like uh, like update has that too with debut as well as like the rookie card but usually it's worth a little less than the rookie card okay uh, Zeke Naji, Isaac Ooh, Okoro. That's a silver prism. That's a silver. But unfortunately, the NBA debut, as we talked about, not the true rookie. <laughs> All-time greats, Magic Johnson. Devin Vassell. How's that for some mosaic-iness? It's nice. And then the all-too-underutilized horizontal... I think that's pretty good. Montage. Three images on there. Pretty cool. Deer and Fox. And then Blue Chips, LaMelo Ball. Oh. Insert. What's the numbering on that? Um, uh, it's oh. not. <laughs> it's not even a card anymore. <laughs> it is now officially a coaster. Um, sorry, I meant like number, like, because oh, it looks kind of like the number base nine. versus an insert. So yeah, just it is, I think. Well, I don't know. Or if there's only nine in that. But there are, remember, a lot of the inserts in this are hobby exclusive. Straight fire, stained glass, overdrive, swagger, and center stage. I'm not sure which of those are the rarer ones. So keep an eye out if we pull any of them. Yellow time greats. Tim Duncan. Aaron Naismith. Rookie. James Harden. That's pretty cool. Yeah, National those are cool. Pride. Nice. Finals MVP. Ooh, like Nowitzki. Devin Booker. Ooh, and another parallel. Looks like a blue parallel. Of Zion. Zion. Numbered to just 99. Nice. Let me get a picture of that real quick. Got it. Sharp. 
Gordon Hayward and Chris Paul. Men of Mastery. Pretty cool. Running out of room here. I'm going to move some stuff around. All right. I'm starting to sweat over here in anticipation. John Well. Rajon Rondo, PJ Tucker, Lou Williams. Five silver prisms. We need to find a, a true rookie silver prism in here somewhere. That's what we need next. Can you do it? Didn't we already pull one? Yeah, it was an Isaac Okoro, right? Yeah. Well, that was the NBA debut. No, I want but to find oh. a true rookie. Oh, was it a oh. true rookie? Jason oh, yeah. Tate. Yeah. Jason Kidd, all-time great. Isaac Okoro. Trey Burke. Mosaic. Matisse Thibel. Prism Mosaic. Sadiq Bey. And Russell Wells Westbrook. Straight Hold fire. On that one. That's one of those that inserts. Right. I have to double-check where it's at on the spectrum of insert rarity. Let's use another Panini word. Um, but yeah, that's a bright, bright insert, as James said. Hurt my eyes a little bit. Just a little. Marcus Smart, Fred Van Fleet, Sabonis, Conley, Aldridge, Thies, Graham. So they are called SSP, but I wouldn't say that they're crazy valuable. There's Cole. Cole Anthony. Is that not silver? Nope. Oh. Still good. Damian Lillard. National Pride. National Pride Mosaic. Jason Tatum. Kevin Garnett. All-time great in a gold jersey. Love it. CJ McCollum montage and introductions, Isaac Okoro. Rob, they're saying in the chat that it is one of the case hits. They're not crazy expensive, but I think it'd still be good to throw that Russell Westbrook into the. uh, Yeah, I set it aside. I had a feeling. Cool. One of the how many are there? Well, stained glass is also supposed to be a case hit. Ooh. Ja Morant, Seth Curry, Derek Rose, Harrison Barnes. Looks like Nick Ravel just uh, just tuned in. Nick, we actually started the show at five today. That's why the break is so early. James, we started an hour early today because of uh, technical Ash difficulties. Pride. Ooh, Anthony Edwards. Nice. Yeah. That would have been a nice silver, but it's just a base, but still cool. Hyper Merrill NBA debut montage D'Angelo Russell and Stairmasters Joel Embiid. 
right. Where's that auto? Where's that auto? Draymond Green, Vincenzo, Sycam, Randall, Culver, DeRozan, Grady, all-time great. Devin Vassell, Paul Reed, Troy Brown Jr., Silver for the Bulls, Devontae Graham, Montage Am Adebayo, and Blue Chips Mosaic. That is cool looking, those patterns. <clears throat> yeah, the technology on the uh, prism sort of design prism sheen if you will mm-hmm. works really well three packs left after this ricky rubio Sweet. duncan robinson colin sexton deandre jordan robert covington terrence ross al horford paul george LeBron James, Finals MVP, Tyrese Halliburton, NBA debut, Miles Bridges Mosaic, ooh, purpley, ooh, Tyrese regular numbered to forty nine. Wow, that's that's that is a good one. He's he's been having a bit of a comeback year. And of mastery, Kawhi Leonard, and, and oh, and we got a montage mosaic, Jalen Brown. May or may not have bought a few silver prisms of his last year, so take that with a grain of salt. But uh, mosaic out of forty-nine rookie card. That was the true rookie again. Haha. <laughs> not a bad hit at all. In fact, there's. An NBA debut of his at 120. Hey, that's almost my last name. I didn't even know that there was a guy in the league with that name, Davis Bertrands. Just missing a D and an extra S there. RJ Barrett, Eric Paschal, Jason Tatum, Christian Wood, Isaiah Joe. Jerry West, all-time greats. Desmond Bain. Man, how'd you how'd you get the auto to stay so late in this box? NBA debut, Peyton Pritchard. I want to see the auto. De'Aaron Fox mosaic. Blake Griffin mosaic. Stairmasters, Paul George. Center stage mosaic. Hold on. Ben Simmons. Turn that around and see if there's a number on it or letters. Where? Anywhere? Well, yeah, there's letters all over it. Well, you know ben what I mean. Simmons, guard, some of the... Um, okay. Well, because it looks... It, it's a different prism than we've seen yet, and it looks a little bit like... Yeah, it should, those cool. should Genesis be something. Prisms. It looks Remember like that it should Mike be Trout something. Genesis prism that was a one-of-one that we pulled? That's right, yeah. Center so, stage. Hold that up straight a little bit so I can get a picture without the glare. 
Oh yeah, that it just came through super sharp. So I don't see it on there anywhere either. But if anyone in the chat can help us, us noobs, who put these guys in charge of a show? Uh, help us noobs with that while I also go to eBay to see. NJ Sensation saying Genesis are retail only, I guess, for NBA. Okay, so that's an interesting wrinkle. Jackson, Jamal Murray, Zach Collins. And then, of course, the checklist on these. It's crazy. So, black one of one parallels. Non silver. Yeah. That would have been awesome. KG. KG, all time great. Devin Vassell. Not a bad auto. DeAndre Hunter. Mosaic. Got it. Daniel Thies, Bradley Beal, Meta Mastery, and Stairmasters, Mosaics, Stefan Curry. Jordan Clarkson, Zubak, Peyton Dermott, Brandon Clark. Carl Anthony Towns, Jason Jones, Anthony Davis, National Pride. Okay, so Alakai Flynn. Kawhi so they got Leonard me, apparently. Silver. The center Chris stage Boucher. all have that design. So Luca Stairmasters and Swagger Luca. Which I'm guessing means the same with the Swagger, maybe? All right, so yeah, so so that's just the design on the center stage and on the swagger. So we'll give away Nothing the crazy special about DeAndre Hunter to one winner, and you know what? Let's see. You want to uh, do some bundles? Uh, yeah. I'm going to do one bundle, all those. Oh, wow. All of them? Mm-hmm. Wait. All right. One, one bundle or two? One. I, one. I just looked up and saw that the DeAndre Hunter. So we're giving the entire box worth of hits to one person? Um, or is the Hunter separate? Okay, okay, that's fair enough. We'll do the hunter separate and the rest of them. Okay, awesome. Well, either one is a great victory, uh, a great win. I'd say the Maxi and the Russell Westbrook is going to really make somebody's day exciting tonight. Um, so remember, head over to twitter.com slash live. That's where you're going to be able to enter to win those hits. Um, Rob, I'm working on that tweet now because there was so much goodness coming out of yeah, there. Yeah, you, you um, do that while I tee up the next video segment. All right. And you guys are going to want to stick around because we do have bonus giveaways. Uh, we Keeping our theme of slab accessories, uh, we sp I spoke with Tim 
McHenry uh, with Slab Strong this week. And want you guys to check out this video. We'll be right back after that. And uh, we'll dive into Hot in the Shop, a look at this week's other new releases in addition to Heritage High Number and Chrome Black. So uh, we'll be right back. Well, not all right. right. We are pleased to be joined to the program in a pre-recorded segment by Tim McHenry of Slab Strong. Love the name, Tim. How are you? you. What's going on? What's going on? Slab Strong. Look at you. You are all geared out. You got the hat. I love the logo, by the way, on the sweatshirt. That's some pretty cool gear you got there. Um, What's absolutely amazing to me about this product is that it took this long to show up. So what was the light bulb moment for you with Slab Strong? Yeah, to be honest, though, so when I had the idea, um, I thought the same thing, right? I, you know, I go to eBay, I Google, I I type in all different sorts of names, whether it's, you know, bumper or sleeve or case, and I don't see anything like it. And when I had first had this idea, it was more about uh, changing the color of the slabs or like framing it in a way. Mm-hmm. Right. So like even the black, right. So we talk about you know, different colors, but yeah, show off that the- one, show off that one right behind you there. Yeah. So I got the, the black hair, right. And this is what um, I launched with GTS because, you know, you have to still somewhat prove the market. Right. And we've doing very well. So I, I wanted to frame the card in a way to where you can still see the back of the card. You still see, um, all the detail, and you also see, because it's very important this, at this time in the hobby, of the grading company you're using. So I wanted to make sure that the label itself was also clear still, and it framed it in a way that uh, made it look good and kind of actually made the card pop. When I went to um, my uh, patent attorney, he explained to me that it was more about the functionality of protecting. Like I said, I just wanted to change there the color. Now, at this point, I encase a slab with a rubberized protective uh, case. Think of it like a phone case for um, a cell phone, for an iPhone. And through that process, became injection molded. So now I could also protect the cards, right? So it was, for me, it was about protection, obviously, right? I want to hit people that have, uh, that want to protect their high-end cards. Sure. You know, I also want to hit the market of people that just enjoy their collection that they have. Maybe their slab's only worth a, $50 50 to $100, no matter if it's your collection, maybe you just want to make it personal. So I was able to bring the colors into play. I like and, it. Yeah. So that's what the exciting part is going is that the it worked, right? I, I was able to prove the market that it's even necessary. I started going to shows and people were actually dropping their slabs during trade nights and and uh, you know, and ding in the corners. And I'm like, okay, you know, they, they make um uh, a material to, to get scratches out right they make uh like the bags right so it does right. stuff, but there was nothing that could prevent the the dings and the actual breaks on the corners and you know so i'm also trying to help people not have to send their collection away and also have to spend extra money to so i'm trying to hit every aspect of it and also honestly uh it's just fun right to, to make your own collection your own Absolutely. uh, Absolutely. I've seen you whip these things around at shows and other conference calls we've been on. And 
then you go grab them up and you show them. I mean, there's no damage to them. It's really so it's there's an aesthetic value. There's a protection value. And you've combined it all into something that's really affordable. And you sell them in different uh, quantities. Uh, I know GTS, we started with the PSA and the black. But obviously, as this grows in popularity, we'll be bringing on other stuff as well. You do have them for other grading companies direct through your website, correct? Yeah, so, uh, you know, PSA is king, right? So uh, the idea came for PSA slabs, but, you know, I've always had, I, I want to build this company out and I want to scale to a point where I can protect the whole market. So uh, I was able to make the PSA right away. I actually had a really great experience with uh, Tyler from HGA. He gave me essentially my first shot as one of the grading companies to buy. Sure. So I made an HGA. And then obviously I'm, I'm a 80s baby, grew up in the 90s. I love the brand of Beckett. So I, um, I now have Beckett, which it's not on the website yet because I'm doing quality contesting. And as you know, I have to throw it around a few times before I can tell you it's strong. Um, <laughs> So yeah, so I have uh, Beckett coming. Like I said, I already have HGA. And then once those molds are made and everything's tested, I will have uh, a wider range of colors for those brands as well. And I will be hitting um, SGC and CSG as well. It's just that um, I see big movement with all the grading companies and they all have the same, have oh, their fan sure. base. And I get messages all the time like, hey, when's this one coming out? When's this one's coming out? And as a startup, it's like a great feeling to like get all this thing. And then you realize like, you know, well, a check will have to be written. And I'm just a right. startup. And uh, <laughs> like, it's one of those things like GTS. Like, thank you so much for giving me a chance because it's been an amazing ride um, this past year. Absolutely. In fact, let's talk a little bit about the entrepreneur aspect of it. Um, is this still a little bit of a labor of love or have you left a full-time job and doing this fully? How's that whole process worked and talk a little bit about, you know, going into business for yourself. What's that like? Yeah. So it ended up being, so it's scary, right? But scary yeah. in a positive way, in an anxious way, because when you really believe in something and then, uh, you know, you first you're like, well, I have to, I think people see my passion, right? And then the product is good. But then when it really starts rolling, you still are that nervous, anxious of like, like it seems to be working, but you know, it's still a startup. Um, no. So what happened was uh, I had uh, essentially lost when I say everything, you know, um, I wasn't, I didn't go homeless. I didn't lose my apartment, but I lost everything last year. I, I lost my job. Um, oh. I ended up asking my fiance to marry me. This is a good story. I, I always see what's okay. going. People think I'm going to say my fiance <laughs> left me. That didn't happen. So I asked my fiance to marry me. She literally breaks her ankle two hours after I ask her. And for the next six months, she's sitting next to me on a couch. And it was during the pandemic. Uh, she got denied unemployment for whatever reason. It wasn't COVID related. But through all that, I had had this idea at the time. And I actually made my first slab strong with a cricket machine. Just, just like I said, because I wanted to change the color. And I said, oh, wow, this looks really good. Uh, and then I started getting into, a, I made a 3D prototype, uh, 3D printed prototype. And I'm like, oh, wow, this looks really good and it works. But the 3D, it's too brittle, right? I can't call it slab strong. It won't really work. Right. It looks good, but it won't work. Um, and then I got uh, with a great, uh, actually a couple great manufacturers that really uh, showed me exactly how it needed to be done. 
And so, um, but that's actually too far into the future. Yeah. So I literally have this idea, nothing to lose at all. Right. Because I took the remainder of my money. The one thing I knew was get a patent, right? I watched Shark Tank right. and they're always talking about you this, you that. So I take the remainder of my money and get the provisional patents, do the search. Now at that point, like I said, I'm still thinking it's something's like this is out there. So right. I get the search done. Once the search is complete and they say, Tim, there's nothing like it. That's when, okay, the, the light bulb pops. This is going to work. Do whatever it takes to get the first prototype and sh start showing people while this provisional patent goes into, into effect. Sure. Um, so yeah, it literally happened. Um, so I love this hobby. I love everything about sports cards. I still get excited about the new stuff I'm buying from any, from any Providence college player that makes it. Um, and so it, it is a labor of love and I'm still in the process of showing people and getting people to realize that, um, you know, there is a step up from the clear bags mm -hmm. and there's real protection and making it look good. But yeah, I would say, um, true, a true desperation to want to go, not go back to work to, to for what happened in the pandemic to realize that everyone's replaceable. Right. Well, I have this idea. My fiance backs me a hundred percent. My family and friends are telling me go for it. Uh, people that I don't know that aren't family and friends that are actually friends now, like a great uh, person like Peter Packman. He was one of the first people to see my product. and was like, Tim, that's genius. Go for it. So I started getting all that and um, I'm on an interview with you today. So you can see, and, and I only started my business. My, my business opened up May 20th of wow. this year. So um, I've just been grinding and this hobby has been so good to me. And uh, it's just, that's motivation enough now to not go, like I said, not go back to work, Sure. make something for yourself. And I'm 39 years old. And so when I see kids at card shows and they, they've seen my uh, Instagram, they've seen me throw stuff around, uh, don't give up. You never know when there's going to be an idea like this. So that's kind of how. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm still new to the entrepreneurial stuff, the business side of things I learn every day. Um, what I do know is that my product works and I can throw it at people with no worry. <laughs> and that's the best, that's the best marketing plan I could ever have come up with. Honestly, It's, it's so true. I mean, when I first saw you do it, I'm like, dude, you're crazy. And <laughs> then you picked it up and I'm like, wow things really work and you know it's a great story because if you love what you do you never work a day in your life you right. know what i mean and your passion has definitely come through about your product about the hobby and so we at, at gts love partnering with companies like that and so it's really been exciting to watch the evolution and the growth. And um, obviously we'll continue to support you in whatever way we can. I really dig those colored ones. I think that's a whole nother concept that yeah. that TCG market hasn't really thought of. Yeah, they're starting to get into grading. And the minute that you coordinate the color of the slab right. strong with the card wow i mean let me see the purple and the yellow again those are, are they're just beautiful yeah it so, makes it pop oh for sure and so i always had the idea like so i always wanted to start with five main colors 
yellow was always there. Obviously, you know, I want to hit like the Lakers market. If you want to color code your cards, right? But I knew that in the TCG market, the um, it's I would say it's even more artistic, the cards. Sure. Uh, you know, like photos are great. And I know they do make cards that have art on them. And even mm-hmm. like, so like the DJ ski stuff that comes up from tops, like all that's coming, right? Right. But Pokemon has always been about the art to me more so than the gameplay. So I've always had the yellow that will, uh, you know, look good with virtually any Pokemon because they all have that yellow border. It's beautiful. Uh, let me see if I can get my bearings down here. I, I do that all the time myself. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, so I'm going to show you this blue one first because I have, a little bit of exciting news I can talk about the purple with, but I, I can't reveal too much. Okay. So then I really went around to card shows and I said, okay, where are the color schemes of these Pokemon? What's more prevalent? So then I have the uh, now the light blue, sort of like a North Carolina sky blue, whatever you want yeah. to say, for cards. Yeah. And, there's a, and there's a bunch in the Pokemon world that have, um, you know, the light blue coloring. Yeah. It's a couple of characters. And keep in mind, now you can really show these off and not worry about your cat or your kids knocking right. it off the counter because not only do they look great, but they're protected. So I'm, I can reveal a little bit of something. I'm actually announcing it. I'm going live uh, I'm going live tomorrow on a holiday special for the sports card investor where the big reveal happens. And um, so I'm going to show you this purple. Now, like I said, it's about it's the... Uh, it's about like the aesthetics of it, right? And it protects and everything fun. So what I can say is I approached, in my opinion, one of the largest uh, TCG influencers, and I hate to call her, and that's a little bit of a clue, her uh, influencer, because I believe she's more than that, and her brand is more than that. She's also, to me, an expert. And how what I approached her was, I said, hey, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a sports guy, but I see the TCG market, what it's, what's, what it's doing. Um, in this hobby, I never wanted to fake anything. So can we work together to bring, uh, my product into that world? So, um, cause first of all, I can't pronounce a lot of the, a lot of the cards. So, <laughs> so I don't want to be, so what I can say now is something magical is in the works with Laura, AKA Don Diego of Don Diego trading. Wow. And it's some real exciting news and we'll have some funky colors coming out. Um, but that's what I want to say at the moment, because uh, absolutely. That, and that, and that's fine. I, I yeah. got it. Everybody Big. tune into sports card investor and catch Tim on the virtual holiday special. Yeah. So I will be on at uh, 10 20 PM on Tuesday night. And that is the big reveal um, about my product. Now I've, I've been, my website has been open since May 20th, but like I said, I am a, I am a true startup. Uh, so I had the website built on Shopify and I, I, as I started growing, I realized that my website, um, needed to pop just as well as the product. So the new website actually launches tonight so that it's, you'll be able to log on oh, to it. Cool. But now it has all the bells and whistles, a few ads and, um, all the colors now. Cause up until today, you could only buy the black, right? So, okay. yeah, it's bis- so I'll be on at 10.20 tomorrow, just announcing uh, everything, and it's uh, it's just real exciting. And honestly, so this is, I mean, just as important too, right? So this is kind of my my first time. So um, <laughs> I didn't well, know I had ask- it all, if, if you can see, I had it all set up. I'm like, I, I see it. It's beautiful. For you. 
It's beautiful. Let me ask you this. I know um, other companies have been having challenges with supply chain issues and whatnot. Have have you had to deal with any of that? Where can you share where production is taking place? Is it domestic? Is it overseas? Have you ironed out supply chain issues? Talk about that just for a minute. Yeah, absolutely. So So in the beginning, right, you, you, um, you get everything done. So like my first prototype was made in Tennessee. Um, I have a great, uh, I always talk about two manufacturers, right? So I have a, a great, unbelievable family um, establishment called Extreme Machine in Utah. And cool. they are, I can't say enough good things about them. Um, so I have, I'm made in America. I did in the beginning um, and have some product that was made overseas and you test it out. And right now it's, we're in a test to see who can come through. But uh, essentially everyone's coming through for me, but my product, everything you see here is made in Logan, Utah. Interesting. Very cool. Very cool. Made in America. My turnaround times can be great. And then what was great about them is I can just call them up and say, Hey, I just made this deal with this TCG influencer. Now I need this many purple, this many light blue. And it, they've just been great for me. And and that also happened. A lot of the things that's happened to me is, has, fell into place for me now i'm working hard but i think just putting out the good vibe and putting out the energy has honestly brought me nothing but really great people in this hobby well absolutely people do business with people they don't do business with businesses right you know at the end of the day it's about a personal connection and you're an obviously a very personable person so it's no surprise that you are off uh to a great start and um I, I, I anticipate, you know, great things to come for you. So congratulations with all that. Um, before we let you go, where can people find you social and website? So the, I have a few, um, I have a few business, like I have Facebook. So if you just type in slab strong, you'll find the business pages, but let's be honest. If you can't tell, I'm not too corporate at all. So I have a lot more fun and you can contact me and uh, easily talk to me. Cause like I said, uh, my new website launches tomorrow, but I take, you can contact me right away. If there's any ever problem, which there won't be. Um, but if you want to talk about colors, what news I have coming, you really want to contact me on Instagram and it's okay. slab underscore strong. Okay. There is a at slab strong. That's like I said, that's the business Instagram. Um, I don't even know how to post on there yet, but you can contact me on slab underscore strong on Instagram. And then, uh, so slabstrong.com is where you can buy the product. And, um, also if you're, a, um, if you're a hobby shop out there, LCS shop, uh, you can get my product on GTS as well. Um, yep, selling three absolutely. and 10 packs uh, of the PSA. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Tim, for your time. I really enjoy talking to young entrepreneurs like yourself. And uh, like I said, best of luck in the future and can't wait to see you at a future event. All right. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Take care. All right. We'll see you. All right. Pretty cool. Nice guy. Really enjoyed that. Hope you guys did as well. And uh, he was nice enough to pony up a two pack uh, red and black for you guys so we'll add that to the giveaways ivan wow a bonus giveaway there from slab strong so that was absolutely awesome thank you so much tim am i pronouncing it right mcinary 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 yeah mcinary um 
Awesome. So make sure you go to twitter.com slash go GTS live and just retweet our national hobby shop day post. It's one of the first posts tonight that has all the things we're giving away. Retweet that to make sure that you're entered to win those slab strong bonus give- giveaways and great job with the interview, Rob. Looked like you guys had a lot of fun there. It was fun. Very nice guy. Can't wait to meet him um, out at Mint collective next month. All right. Uh, in addition to, as we mentioned, Chrome Black and Heritage High Number releasing this week, we have a few more new releases that we'll dive into with Hot in the Shop. We're going to start off with Panini 1 and 1 Basketball. I originally had called it 1 on 1. No, it's one and one. Uh, one autograph card in every box. It'll be encased in a one touch. Obviously, we're looking for some rookie jersey autographs, and they come in a wide variety of parallels. Rookie dual jersey autographs, as well as prime rookie jersey auto golds. And then, hey, Larry Bird's in this product with first team signatures. Some great uh, additional content, timeless moments. And yeah, look at that one base or parallel or insert in every box. That's also encased, uh, base rookies. There's a blue parallel and then base purple legends. I like it. Little Vince Carter. And then downtown. How awesome is that? LaMelo pole, uh, that's in store this week. I almost sneezed. <laughs> Woof. A lot to go over there in a <laughs> short time, but looks good. Um, hey, we've got another shiny product from Panini, this time for the gridiron, Panini Spectra NFL football cards. Each box is going to deliver one rookie patch autograph as well as three additional autographed cards. So that's four autographs in each box, plus four memorabilia cards, as well as base parallels, variations, and insert cards. Uh, One insert card, I should say, per box. There are several new parallels and new inserts this year. There's just one example. Look at that psychedelic parallel on the RPA or a meta parallel on the aspiring patch autographs. Look at those retrospect autographs with a neon pink design there. Champion signatures with names like Jerome Bettis, some true champions there. Radiant rookie patches signatures, Blacklight. That's pretty cool. Sky high signatures. You like those horizontal cards. There you go, Rob. And then again, several new insert cards, including the all new Neon Knights. That looks good. There's a 135 card base set with an array of colorful parallels to chase. Uh, such as base neon splatter, celestial meta, rookie meta, as you see there with Zach Wilson. This is coming out this week and looks hot. Absolutely, it does. Thank you, Ivan. Next up, we're going to the squared circle. WWE Heritage Trading Cards delivers two hits, including an auto guaranteed, plus 48 Allen and Ginter cards and 12 Rainbow Foil Parallels. Yeah, I said Heritage. It's been on a three-year hiatus, so if you're a fan of Heritage and WWE, it's back. Uh, Making its uh, return on the popular 1990 baseball design. And a lot of exciting new content, uh, superstar stickers, ruthless aggression, art cards, superstar speaks, and more, plus the 100-card base set in stores this week as well. 
And then, Rob, we close out Hot in the Shop this week with an exciting entertainment product. This is super cool. Make sure you go to GoGTS.net to look at some of these cards in closer detail. Imagine, like it's cool when a product comes out during the show because you know the actors are tied in. Well, 2021 Rittenhouse Game of Thrones Iron Anniversary Series 2 trading cards delivers two autographs, including one inscription autograph card in every box from Game of Thrones, along with a base set, sketch cards to chase, numerous first-time signers. But again, oftentimes in shows like this, the stars get too big, and by the end of the run, they're not going to come back and sign for something like this. Nope, we've got on-card autographs of Sean Bean, who played Ned Stark, Gwendolyn Christie, who is Brienne of Tarth, Sophie Turner as Sansa Stark, um, Alfie Allen as Theon Greyjoy, Leon Headey, who played Cersei Lannister, some absolutely great actors in here. Rose Leslie, who played Egret, is in this product, along with Nikolai Coaster-Waldau, Jamie Lannister, Aidan Gillen, and, save the best for last, Amelia Clark, who played Daenerys Targaryen, has autographs in this product. I don't know how you can go wrong. If you're a fan of the show, this just looks like a great, great box of cards to rip um, and chase those sketch cards and those Amelia Clark autographs. So that's 2021 Rittenhouse Game of Thrones Iron Anniversary Series 2 trading cards from Rittenhouse in hobby shops this week. National Hobby Shop Day. Pick up some Game of Thrones. Let's have fun across all, uh, all of the hobby, huh? There you go. And that's a look at this week's hobby happenings. All right, closing out. Go, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, and that's a look at what's hot in the shop. <laughs> um, closing out our slab accessories uh, segments, we saved um, pr- the most expensive uh, for last here. Um, I want to introduce you guys to my f- friend, Clint Anderson. I've known this guy only through this interview, but after you watch this, you'll understand. He's just one of those people that after talking to him for a few minutes, you feel like you've known him uh, your whole life. Clint Anderson is the force behind Zion cases. And as you'll see in this interview, I had a lot to learn. You're not going to want to go away. Watch this. We'll be back after this and wrap this whole thing up, including announcing tonight's prize winners. Here's Clint Anderson of Zion Cases. Two, one. We're pleased to be joined by Clint Anderson of Zion Cases. No surprise where that name probably came from, huh, Clint? How are you? How you doing, Rob? Actually, it doesn't come from that, but it is, I do agree. Oh my gosh, it doesn't? Okay, well. It come from Zion. Yeah, it's actually... um, The meaning of Zion, there's a couple different meanings, and it's a city on a hill or a pinnacle. So it was like absolutely the top of the industry is essentially what that was meaning. So, but no, I could I get that a lot at shows and everything else. We get a lot of people ask if that was meaning Zion Williamson and whatnot. So okay, well, I'm glad I'm not the only one. But now that I actually know the real meaning, I have a even more appreciation and affinity for it. Yeah, uh, because yeah, top of the heap. Exactly. Light on the hill. Yeah. All right. Exactly. So yeah, very a cool. Deeper. I like to think myself a little deeper than just Zion. Although I love okay. Zion Williamson, but yeah, it was uh, <laughs> it was created about a year before I really knew who Zion Williamson was. So it was uh, it'd been around a little bit in my brain and, and kind of you know an idea of what the brand name was going to be. 
Um, I had originally started off trying to be like a collection company. So I, uh, the mother LLC company is the collection case. Okay. Uh, the original that was about in 2015, roughly when it started, uh, was, was named that and then did the DBA, uh, to go into Zion cases in, uh, 2017, roughly something like that. So okay. yeah, it was, it was a little bit before Zion's time, but I do, I can appreciate him and what he does and brings and, and the, Obviously, yeah, it's been a it's been an ongoing thing with that. But all right, we've been on for like I don't know thirty seconds, and I've already learned so much. First of yeah, all, right. I I thought I thought you were a much newer entry to the market, but this no. company goes back a ways. We've been around, yes. Um, so in two thousand fifteen ish, a buddy of mine and I we went to a Chicago uh, sports spectacular show. Most mm-hmm. people are familiar with that. You, you know, usually the big uh, March and, and November show yep. and uh, walk in the market uh, or walk in, sorry, the show, seeing kind of what was out there available in the market and things like that. Um, and my wheels are always turning in my brain, um, kind of like, uh, you know, a free thinker in a sense. So, you know, we're, we're going there with a backpack and some, uh, you know, shoe boxes or Tupperware and, Ideally, that's not what you want to have your, you know, thousand dollar cards in. So, <laughs> so uh, you know, at that time, that was all you had. You know what I mean? And um, there was there was some. Uh, let's see, there was a guy that had something with kind of like a. Uh, it would have been like a Harbor Freight case, uh, right? Right. Super foam, and like he was doing some cutout foams to it, or like customizing it. Um, and it, you know, it was a play off of some of that with maybe me you on know, my own, uh, tweet, you know, and, and kind of ideas and really kind of, uh, streamlining it into uh, a product that could be used for everybody. You know, it, it was the first initial idea. Um, cause I'm looking around going, there's gotta be better than a shoe box and Tupperware. Right. I mean, we've got to, we, we can do better than this. At some we can up the game a little bit. Okay. Yeah. So toolboxes was a search, uh, you know, all over the place in my mind, what book box, carrying box, whatever, you know, I was searching all types of stuff, uh, went through 20 something different samples, manufacturers, uh, just trying to get an idea, different types of foam, what would make the most sense for the hobby, right? And uh, uh, my first case I came out with was the XL case, which is the four row, and I ordered 150 of them. I had a buddy of mine, the same guy I went to the show with, I, I see, uh, or I talked to him, seeing if he he would be interested in maybe partnering with me on this. Um, at the time, he's like, I just don't see it. I don't see how you're going to sell these. I really don't. He's like, I just don't think you're going to sell 150 of them. And it was probably two weeks of pre-orders and found out they were gone. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, it's a little joke. He wants to be a part of it. I don't let him be a part of it. <laughs> but no, it's uh, it, no, he that bird has flown the coop, yeah, as exactly. they say. Yeah. No, but he is actually a. I do actually have him uh, on in some degree, but it is uh, initially it's kind of an inside joke that yeah, he wanted to be a part of it. And didn't see the or didn't see the sorry, didn't see the vision. But then after seeing go, oh wait a minute, like this is crazy. And I remember him even saying it was like the 2017 or 18 national. Uh, he showed up a little bit late to the national. I had already been there set up and he walked in and was like, dude, your cases are everywhere. Like what's going on? You know, small town guy from nowhere. He's like, and here you are the biggest, you know, show, uh, show in the industry. 
and your cases are all over the place, you know, and, and that was, you know, and that was still, I feel like in the beginning times of it, because we were, we've grown a oh lot. My gosh, I was going to say, because 2018, think about where the industry is now three oh, years yeah. later. Oh, oh my it's gosh. Unreal. It's unreal. Yeah, no, I think at that time I probably had maybe sold two to 3000 cases roughly. And we're a little over 30,000 cases at this point. So I mean, oh, we've been, Clint, that's we've been, awesome. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, it's been a blessing. It's been awesome. It's been fun to kind of see the the ebbs and the flows of it. And obviously being a part of the market and, or the industry and seeing how the, the market's kind of trended for everybody in all categories, you know what I mean? Uh, and we've tried to stay ahead of the curve on designs and things like that and, and uh, uh, products and things like that as well. So we've got some new backpacks that came out. We've got some other traveling, you know, type accessories and things like that too. So it's oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, kind of go. One of the, th- I mean, one of the things that's been obvious in, in learning about your company is that you guys put a lot of money, it seems, into R and D to figure out what, where the market sweet spot is, and then yeah. to be able to expand that. Because I like to think that I'm pretty versed on on what's out there, but in all honesty, um, from a marketing perspective. I learned about Zion after a couple other cases, but now knowing that you guys were the real innovator and everybody else is the Johnny come lately, that puts a, that, that puts a real spin on things for me because seeing your product line, it's expansive at this point, I think is fair enough to say. I was going to say, usually you can tell um, some of the, 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 the ones that have copied a little bit here and there. Uh, they don't have, obviously, the amount of uh, product line. And, I, and ours isn't extensive by any means. You know, we, we stick to the main you know, bread and butter of it all. And what we think basically the, the hobby needs based on the collection sizes. And that's really the idea, uh, the reason that anything was really created. It's because not every collector is the same and not every collector has the same amount of cards. You know what I mean? So a sure. lot of times you got guys that want to bring 20 cards or 30 or 50 or 70, you know? And so we've got, you know, steps to, to go from there, but a lot of the ones that, that you may have seen, you know, here and there, their, their, uh, their product uh, line is very limited. Usually it's one or two items or something like that. Um, and I see a lot of them lately. They've been really the three row that I have. There's been a lot of uh, people kind of, copying that a little bit but at the end of the day you know we 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 do a lot of grassroots we're in we're in the hobby we're ingrained in the hobby we are this wasn't a cash grab that you know we're collectors sure we're here to be you know to stay we're not going anywhere in a sense uh we've done 28 shows this year you know we're 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 in and amongst and ingrained with the people that are in the hobby and they know us as well you know what i mean so uh that's one good thing and i like to pride myself on is the is the relationships of not just being a company, you know, we do a lot of things within the industry to to help further it as well. So it sounds like this has definitely grown from a passion project and a side thing to this is your business full time. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. When, did, when did that transition take place? When did you and your wife go, you know what? I think we can do this. Uh, she leaves it up to me. I will say that. <laughs> Although she is, you know, she wouldn't mind giving me her opinions here and there, but she trusts that I will make the right decision a lot of times because I do like to keep her in uh, the loop on what we're doing, what 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 some things are going on, and, and everything. And, and generally, I think she probably appreciates knowing uh, what the next steps are. But she lets me kind of handle or be free and and uh, 
uh, the decision making of where it goes and what we do with it. Um, but I will say I, I had 20 years experience uh, with uh, Nestle in their pizza and ice cream division. Nothing, okay. you know, just a normal guy doing my, you know, normal week job and, and collecting a little bit on the side and everything. Um, always had ideas spinning, but I never knew that I would be like a guy that would innovate anything, you know, like we did and, and go from there. So I have, uh, it, it was a scary moment to go from, you know, oh you have a, a full-time job to knowing you don't anymore. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, you know, the bills are paid. Yeah. I hope the bills get paid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we need some more cases to sell this week, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and so I, it was a little transition. I'm not going to lie. I actually, so I, I left Nestle, uh, went into it full time. I actually, uh, did it for about eight months, roughly. Everything was fine. Um, but I streamlined everything very well to where I was able to, I was having a lot of free time. So, I had a friend of mine call me. There was a job opportunity uh, that wasn't going to take up a ton of time. Um, so he offered me that. We ended up, I did that for a little bit just to kind of, su- you know, supplement some sure, of the income. Sure, sure. You know, do, do a little bit because obviously security is one thing. You know, you don't want your, I, I don't want my wife worrying how we're going to pay the bill. So, Absolutely. You know, it felt very good to know that I would have a job, you know, at, during that time as we kind of grew a little bit more and more. Um, so up until probably about a year, a little over a year ago is when it went pretty much full time. I do some really small subcontracting stuff for maybe a couple of days a week uh, for a company and and just surveying uh, some land. And and I had that through a friend of mine. I've, I've had a, a lot. I do networking all the time. I've always networked sure, in sure. my mind, even when I worked at, at Nestle. So being able to find people that, you know, trust in your abilities and know that they can count on you to do things, you get offered jobs a lot of times. So I got this job offered and was like, you know what, this might not be a little bad deal too to work two or three days a week. And like this week, I've got a couple of shows I'm doing. So I'm out of town. They don't care if I'm off for three weeks. And, and you That's know, awesome. Back. Yeah. So it's a lot of freedom in that to, if I want to make a little bit of money on the side, I can, if I don't, you know, we can, you know, hit this kind of hard and go from there. So Let's talk manufacturing. Yeah. Um, how did you develop your first prototype? How did you find a supplier? Has the supplier changed since you first started? So initially, um, because I don't know anything about manufacturing at all. Either uh, so do everything, I. Yeah, everything was <laughs> self, uh, yeah, self uh, taught or read or try to figure out what were the best options would be. Um, I initially, cause we're in the United States, you know, I'm, I'm Googling anything here that I can find, um, that can make, uh, what I'm looking for. Right. Um, that was exhausted for probably at least a month of just dead ends and a lot of trying to figure out where, where exactly, you know, it was a lot of, uh, this design of, I get the case, but then I'd have to go get the foam here. And then I, I couldn't find a place that could marry everything to get me what I wanted and like the ideas of what I was looking to do. Uh, because at the time, like I said, it, this wasn't really like, Hey, I want to do this full time and I want to be, you know, manufacturing sure. myself. I'm like, I just want somebody to help me streamline this, give me my idea. And we go from there. So um, I did look overseas at some options, which a lot of the hobby is overseas, obviously, and, and everything that they do. Um, and I found a manufacturer that, um, I, they stuck out. They were in the top five of like the, the over the 20 that I had started with just kind of going through different things. And, and, and we, 
they had some different things that separated themselves with their foam, the quality of the foam, and they had a nice design on their foam that I really thought looked good. Um, plus, we had a lot of um, uh, through that like 150 case order. I tried with them, and I told them it was going to be a little bit of a, a trial. I wanted to see sure. how 150 cases would go, um, and I didn't have too many issues as far as quality. And so I'm like, you know what, you know, this could be something. So I've actually been with the same manufacturer uh, since, cool. since the beginning. Um, they have helped in even some of the design work here and there when I bet, hey, this is what I want. This is what I want to do. You know, and then they would give me dimensions or something like that based on the size or what we could do here. Uh, so we've, we've done that uh, uh, from a manufacturing standpoint uh, overseas. Right now, we actually are working um, on some proprietary stuff within the U.S., I've got a very good friend of mine that owns a plastics company. Um, so we're, we're getting some molds made. Uh, so we will actually be having some stuff made about 10 minutes from my warehouse right now, which is going to be nice. Right. So forget about it. Right. Now I'm going to be able to literally, and like I was, at, I was actually talking to his dad, uh, his dad owns the company. And so I had a conversation with him like, Hey, you know, so usually for me, you know, I've got to order bulk. I've got to order as much as I can. And this and that, and I, you know, how do I, how do I get my product from you when this all basically starts going? And he said, you could pull up in your truck and just pick it up and you know, whatever you do. So I'm like, all right, this is perfect. So no brainer. Yeah. (laughs) There's a lot of, we're going to come out with some, uh, some ideas and some things that I think will um, separate ourselves even more um, from a, you know, cause the designs, like I said, you know, the designs have been in my head and everything that's been there has been going on. So we're a little ahead of the curve for anybody that's kind of just entering the market. We, I think we've got a lot of, uh, return cause we got a little over 7,000 people in the, in, the, um, our, uh, back office that we interact with and, and have a relationship with customer wise, you know, and, and, and be able to get feedback off of. So we have a lot of, um, help in that, you know, from the, from the hobby of what does the hobby want, you know? So, uh, we've got some things coming that I think will be very beneficial for the collector. Um, going to be very, um, zoned in and, and, you know, meeting the needs of what somebody may want. Because like I said earlier, that's what I find uh, or I found out very quickly is that not everybody needs the, the XL case. You know, not everybody needs the X case. And if you can kind of get it a little bit more um, in their wheelhouse of what they're needing and, and not obviously get too crazy with, you know, some niche stuff. But if you can right. get it in the, in the wheelhouse of what you're – if I'm hearing 10 or 15 people tell me this is what they want, but you know what? That might work. You know what I mean? We'll try it and see where it goes. So, I mean, we are in America, the land of too many choices sometimes, right? right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, at GTS, I can tell you, we're excited to be able to get your product in the hands of our customers because yeah. obviously with just the initial marketing we've done, um, you know, you've seen the pre-orders that, that we have going. I, I've been really happy with just the minimal amount of push that we've done, obviously there's demand by our customers and therefore their customers. So I think this is going to be a good thing for, uh, you know, we like to create win, win, win situations. So we're happy to have you on board. Oh, I'm, I'm excited too. I mean, talking with Jim on the phone earlier this week and, and kind of, him saying, our supply, our supply category manager. Yeah, he says, "I hope you got enough product." And I said, "We do." I'm, I'm sitting on a lot, so that's something that I did, um, and that was nice to be able to um, supplement my income because everything was reinvested, and and really kind of just to grow as much as I could inventory wise and for the brand and making sure that I had the product on hand. 
starting from nothing is a little hard when you don't really take, you know, investors or take large sums of money from anybody. So you have to organically kind of see where it goes. So we're at a place now that we've been able to really look forward and and think more uh, of the future uh, in, 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 in terms of like inventory and where we're, you know, where we're going as far as products. So I think we're going to be able to have a very good, obviously relationship and see where it goes. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm going to be talking to Jim about potentially doing something with a store locator. Um, I do know that um, not everybody has an LCS close, mm-hmm. therefore they can buy direct from you. Um, where can people learn more about Zion cases? Um, so we do, uh, and actually we're in the middle of revamping our YouTube channel. Um, I have cool. a lot of content that's getting done right now, actually. Um, so we were, I was just on a call before this about it. So we're going to have a lot of, um, a lot of questions that can be answered through a lot of our visuals is going to be on there. Great. Being able to see like the different products and we're going to really scale it to like each individual product. So if you're interested in one, you know, you, it's not going to be a, a two hour video, but it's going to sure, be a sure. video <laughs> to kind of basically give you the basics of it. So quick hitting. Gonna, yeah. Oh God, this, this dude's giving a tutorial on every little thing here, but no, we want to give at least some quick snippets, but informationally so that people can, check out a lot of stuff we do. I mean, in our descriptions, you know, on the website, there's a lot of stuff too. So um, being able to also see us out in the shows, I mean, we got a lot of things hands-on wise that we're very interactive in. So if, you know, we got our show um, calendar and things like that, people know where we're at. That's it. Mint Collective, you're going to be there? I'm actually there and I'll be doing the rental cases for Mint Collective. So Cool. Uh, if they, yeah, if they need display cases, we'll be doing that. Plus the, the Zion cases and set up and well, there, that's where I'll be able to actually shake your hand and oh, yeah, for sure. No. Okay, for, cool. Definitely. Awesome. Well, listen, I really appreciate you carving out some time. Um, yeah. I'm going to say goodbye in the audience perspective, but don't disconnect. I want to talk to you for a minute, okay. but, uh, thanks again. And yeah. I know our audience is going to love learning about Zion cases. It. Yeah, no, it was awesome, Rob. Thanks. Yeah. All right. So as I said, you know, Clint's a great guy and how cool is this? Uh, he generously, uh, donated, uh, for us to give away one of the X cases and uh so we'll be pulling a winner for that tonight as well and uh he'll ship it direct we'll be sure to get clint um the winner's information so uh thank you clint anderson thank you tim mcinery and um that's that so we've got uh as usual that was not expected first off right (laughs) so so we went from uh you know, early today, me thinking, hey, this is going to be a big show because we've got five hot boxes to rip to 10 bonus giveaways to celebrate National Hobby Shop Day coming up this Saturday at a hobby shop near you or maybe far from you, but also on eBay. So you can have National Hobby Shop Day wherever you are. And then we brought on Slab Strong and they gave us some stuff. And then we brought on Zion cases and we're giving away a Zion case on the show tonight. Pretty cool. That's absolutely insane, Rob. I, I, I'm blessed to be the guy that gets to do the clicking. Yeah. So, uh, that said, whoa, what a full show. Um, 
I don't think we have anything else to do though, except just give away stuff now to everybody that's so kindly retweeted and engaged with us. Is that right? That's correct. Or at least as many of them as we can. Uh, by my count, we have 20 winners tonight, 20 <laughs> giveaways, 20 winners. Rob's going to be sitting there with his, uh, with his surgery foot, uh, or soldier shoulder foot. I can't even Let, let's so assume that the shipping might be slightly delayed. <laughs> yes. Uh, Santa's elves are hard at work getting surgery, but Hey, they'll, they'll make it on time at some point. Absolutely. Awesome. Going to be great. Here's the thing though. So you got to be watching the show right now to win. You have to have retweeted and engaged on Twitter. You have to be following us on Twitter. And then the final thing is, if you hear your name called, if you're one of the 20 lucky winners, you have to email us to claim your prize. The instructions are right there on the screen. Even a nice little template email written by our own asset, James Gale, our producer. Email us your name, what you won, where we should mail it, and your Twitter handle so we can line up all of those things. Because sometimes you all have really funky Twitter handles, and I don't know your name is actually John Smith. You know, I just know you as, well, we'll get to that in just a minute. Um, so that said, that's what you need to do. You need to email us to claim your prize. If prizes don't get claimed, we put them back in the prize pool for next week. Uh, like we almost had those four packs. If we had anything from those four packs of illusions, we would have been given that away too. So that said, Rob, where do you want to start? Do you want to start with the hits? Or with the hobby boxes? Um, the hits, so I can okay. move this off of here, yeah. So let's do the hits. So the very first box we opened, you may recall, was the Heritage High Number box from Tops. Thank you to Emily Kless for sending that and uh, the other, uh, the Tops Chrome Black, as well as the hobby boxes we're going to give away. So for the Tristan McKenzie Heritage Rookie Card Auto, as well as the two Chrome hits, that's going to Shane Salmonson. Congratulations, Shane. Uh, glad to see you watching the show. Old friend, known him for a long time. Uh, next up, also from Tops, but this time from Tops Chrome Black, the Yasmani Grandel autograph is going to at Clips Ducks. Congratulations, at Clips Ducks. I'm going to assume you're a Southern California fan of the Clippers and the Anaheim Ducks. Congrats on that Yasmani Grandel Tops Chrome Black auto. Next up, switching to Panini Spectra football. Man, this mm, looked good. Mosaic. XR. XR. Yeah. XR. It's sorry. Okay. We did hot in the shop after that, and I just dreamed of a Jamar Chase Spectra. But hey, we've got a giant Jamar Chase relic numbered to just 49. Rookie of the year this year, most likely. That's going to uh, Gator Cubs. Congratulations, Gator Cubs. I don't know if that means you're a Gators and Cubs fan or if you just like baby baby gators but gator cubs you won that jamar chase relic auto then we've got the danny amandola autograph beautiful super bowl champion new england patriots that's going to r schlump burger congratulations r schlump burger you won the danny amandola auto and then the kenneth gainwell rpa it's going to ltjg hilliker ltjg hilliker that's a fun name i like that uh Left tackle J.G. Hilliker or just L.T. J.G. Hilliker? Congrats on the Kenneth Gainwell RPA from Panini XR. All right, then we did a basketball box. We pulled an Aaron Nesmith auto. This was Panini Contenders Optic. That's a rookie auto numbered to 149. 
That is going to the Dingo Dude. Congratulations, the Dingo Dude, on that Celtics rookie Aaron Nesmith auto number to 149. And then finally, closing out the hits from Mosaic, we've got the DeAndre Hunter autograph. That's going to Colt Holt. Congratulations, Colt Holt. And then the Russell Westbrook straight fire plus the Tyrese Maxey color parallel plus the other color parallels are going to Methodical 794. Congratulations. I feel like that's probably the hit of the night with all that different stuff. Case hits, numbered cards, fun stuff, instant mosaic basketball collection there for Methodical 794. All right. So we've got box after box after box to give away now for National Hobby Shop Day. Don't forget to get out and support your LCS or support someone's LCS on National Hobby Shop Day. Our first giveaway to promote that is the 2021 Topps Baseball Factory Set. That's going to LMO underscore three, LMO three. Congratulations. Next up, we've got two Topps Update series, but these are, we're giving them away separately, right, Rob? I pulled a winner yeah. for each. Okay, cool. Um, so two boxes of Topps Update series one is going to Big Cowboy 22. Congratulations, Big Cowboy 22. And the other one is going to Alex K245. Congratulations, Alex K245 on the Tops Update Series Hobby Box. Then we've got one of my favorite products of the year, Top Stadium Club Chrome UEFA Soccer. Beautiful product. That's going to NCOB7. Congratulations, NCOB7. Then we've got Topps Chrome Bundesliga, which is a huge box to be giving away. Congratulations, DX Flyers. That is a huge hit. Topps Chrome Bundesliga box, DX Flyers. And then a Topps Chrome MLS hobby box is going to Shane Coppin. Congratulations, Shane Coppin. That's pretty exciting. Next up from Panini, we have Absolute Football. Is that a hobby box, Rob? It's in the small window, so I can't yes. see. Nice hobby box of absolute football is going to Ryan Crew 09. Congratulations, Ryan Crew 09. Then coming from Beckett Live, so huge thanks to them for having Rob on and promoting National Hobby Shop Day. We don't have pictures of them, but use your imagination, and they're awesome. Topps Heritage Minor League Hobby Box is going to NY Clark 2. Again, that's the Topps Heritage Minor League Hobby Box, NY Clark 2. And then two boxes of Upper Deck AHL hockey cards. Those are going to JShove24, JShove24, and Brent Not Amused. Well, I hope you're amused now, or at least you're amused when you get to rip, Brent. <laughs> so those are you, Shove 24 and Brent Not Amused. You won the Upper Deck AHL hockey boxes. They aren't on your screen, but remember that and shoot an email to GoGTSLive at GoGTS.net. And then finally, from our awesome interviewees at SlabStrong, we've got a little packet of SlabStrong cases to give away. Those are going to at MTR1105. At MTR1105. And then finally, this guy actually tweeted us earlier today. I don't know, is he act, did he tweet he was watching today or that he's watching next week? I think he was apologizing for something that he's missing one of the shows. CJ Cub for Life. I hope it's not this show that you missed. 
because you were the winner of the Zion case, CJ Cub for life. The Zion case, uh, I forget which exact spec it is, Rob. Which the one was X. it? The, the X. X. So email us, CJ Cub for life, and all winners, GoGTS live at GoGTS.net. What a show. It's a good thing we started an hour early, huh, Rob? Yep. Name, mailing address, Twitter handle, what you want. GoGTS live at GoGTS.net. All right. Um, Thank you to so many people. I don't know where to start. Tim McHenry from Slabstrong. Clint Anderson from Zion Cases. Tracy Hackler from Panini America. Emily Kluss from Tops. Uh, Eric Norton from Beckett Live. And James Gale behind the scenes. Ivan Lovegren for being willing to do this an hour earlier. Next week, uh, we will be at our regular time uh, doing our Christmas spectacular, uh, more fun game and prizes to give away. And uh, yeah, a few more surprises along the way. So um, that's it for now. Enjoy National Hobby Shop Day wherever you are in any way you can. And uh, we'll be back next week with the Christmas Spectacular to close out 2021. Thank you for watching. Everybody have a great weekend. You know what to be doing. Always be collecting. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.